Welcome to Better Before Lunch. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Lori. Today we're talking about reboots and revivals. All right, welcome back, everybody. Today's today's program is about uh, reboots and revivals. Um, TV and movies, I guess. I have I a couple movie examples. Oh, yeah, I, I think have I at only least have one. TV shows. I'm, I'm mostly TV shows, but... Um, so I guess first we'll start with the difference between a reboot and a revival, since we were talking about that before we were recording. We might as well go ahead and explain the difference between a reboot and a revival. Uh, a reboot is where they completely restart the story. Everything the cast is usually different, though not always. But yeah, sometimes they bring back one or two of the original yeah, cast. But it's usually like... Starting from square one, for, forgetting everything that's happened before. Um, and then a revival is where they just bring back something that was canceled. You know, like bring back the whole old cast yeah. or most of the old cast. Yeah. As many as they can. Carry and, on. Yeah. And continue the story from where they left off or close to where they left off. Sometimes time has passed. Um, well, yeah. If there's been a lot of not. years, they have to kind of factor that in if the cast got old so there are a lot of reboots and revivals coming out have come out in the last year or two and are coming out now uh within the end of this year for a lot of them i'm surprised just how many um as you guys all know jonathan and i love frazier so the fact that frazier is getting a revival is what got us started talking on the, right. about this recently and when we were just looking up reboots and revivals it's right. insane how long the list is which it's to me a little bit funny because tv has not done it as often as movies have movies especially in like the early 2000s movies were constantly rebooting like charlie's Sp- angels i feel like got multiple spider-man got rebooted three oh, times yeah. in the span of like 10 years i think i like, think i mean it just I, constantly was getting rebooted they had at least two movies of charlie's angels with different people playing it from the original yeah and not that that's when i watch a lot but it's just one i can think of but now it seems like tv is doing that where yeah tv is like they've run out of ideas they're, they're like, like why Bob. bother thinking about a new group of people let's just Go back to an old group. Everybody loves that they constantly rebooted movies. We should do that. <laughs> yeah. I hated rebooted movies. I don't I don't like a reboot. I, I don't know if there's ever a time that I'm like, I'm so glad you took a storyline I loved and put different cast in it that I don't love as much. Right. Reboots don't make as much sense to me because most of the fans of it are fans of the original. So when you reboot it and it's totally different people and they change the themes, it's like, okay, well, that's not going to get the old fans. And now are you going to get the new fans? It works and sometimes. And then if they change it enough to where they're different style shows. Right. It should just be something different. Then it should just be something different. <laughs> I agree. Right. Now, that- uh, the one reboot I can think of that was successful was Battlestar Galactica. 
uh, I don't know if you remember that being like the buzz, <laughs> like everybody I don't was know, watching. Right? It. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was a while ago. That was like 2014 or something like that. Was when it ended. Uh, it was like 2007 or 2008 that it started. That made sense because the old one was like black and white old. So okay, they had to reboot it. I mean, you couldn't bring back exactly most of i guess the... at some point if you're trying yeah. to go with a very old show then you have to bring it back and that's kind of what is that like a science fiction though, style yeah uh though they are the original ended in 2014 or the original the reboot ended in 2014 guess what's getting a reboot next year the the second one yeah battlestar galactica <laughs> that just ended six years ago is getting rebooted yeah, again the reboot it's reboot. not a revival it's a reboot they're redoing the that's what i, I just that I don't to know. me that seems crazy it wasn't good. long enough to reboot no. the other one that um i keep seeing people being mad about is the call me cat that's a reboot of miranda and miranda is a british one so I had never seen Miranda, and I watched Call Me Cat. And um, to me, it's funny. It's very lighthearted, very girly, very just – if you just want to look at somebody super optimistic, then okay, it's not a bad show. But people are going crazy because if they were huge fans of Miranda, I guess it's just different enough that it makes that them mad. Mm-hmm. And so I went and watched Miranda, and I do get a lot of laughs out of Miranda, but it has a very British feel, like – it's just this downtrodden, you're embarrassed for the main right. character, which so, you don't so, get in the Americanized version. So exactly version. like when we were talking about British comedy, the same thing. Like right. Just, that's that, just how they do it. Yeah. And it so it's like an Americanized reboot. And right. I feel the difference there. But I guess maybe some people don't. I almost think they should have just brought that sitcom just as its own thing. Right. Because it mean, had enough changes where they could have just dropped off some of the similar jokes and just... Right. Made a new show so Which that it didn't the, freak out the old like, fans of that's the other a show. That's a good reason to make a reboot is to put it in like a different style. But at the same time, like, did it need to be a reboot? Or it could have just, just been its been a, own yeah. story, I think. But maybe um, if it's similar enough and writes, because, I mean, maybe they weren't trying to make it too similar. I don't know. But they did use some of the same jokes. Which, like, so uh... Another pretty recent reboot that got a lot of uh, applause. I don't know. I don't know what word I was going there. A reboot that people did like was Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And that was pretty different. Yes. Which I think that's why people were happy with it because it was the same character. And it kind of needed to be the same character based on what the story was about. But instead of the... Like, they just took it a different route. Instead of, like, silly sitcom. Yeah. They, they did it. They went with a little more of a, like, darker theme. They actually, they went closer to, I think, what the comics themselves have become. Where the original one was kind of what the comics were like at the time. Because they were Archie comics. Mm-hmm. So they went with more of the, like, but the the comics themselves, I think, have gotten a little bit darker over time. So... The TV show did, and that was a big success because it was the same character, but it was like an entirely different look at the whole thing. So it was kind of fun to. Yeah, and I think it, when it you take sense. anything a totally different direction, 
and it's it's just different enough then i think that people can like it um right. and it didn't feel like they were just trying to cash in on the name it felt like they were retelling the story of the character right i mean i didn't watch riverdale but they do something similar with the archie comics and they make them very dark and right which i don't watch that as much so i don't i mean i don't know i didn't watch any of them but no because that i didn't watch that because that was more of just like a drama type thing yeah it seemed like a teen drama to me so but uh, apparently that was pretty good too that got a lot yeah i know a lot of people liked it i liked the archie comics as a child (laughs) yeah I mean, um, but I'm somebody who likes super upbeat, positive, like everything's happy on TV. Right. Which so you probably wouldn't like Riverdale because I don't think it's very. No, upbeat. I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. So I think a lot of people disagree with me on TV shows when I'm liking the very overly happy show because they're like, oh, but I, I don't know why people don't want to be happy. I don't know. I like happy things, too. I don't always watch happy things, but there's no I don't think there's anything wrong with it not be in fact i think it's cliche when it has to have a dark gritty ending i think that's right that's now been done to death too so just (laughs) pick one just do it just quickly and we probably talked about this in the other podcast but the office Mm -hmm. was a you know a reboot or remake i guess technically of the british version and it it was was kind of a spinoff but similar but different but yeah and that People loved that. Yeah. So I guess you never know. Now, that said, with reboots, um, then we have revivals, which... I prefer a revival. Now, revivals tend to be better, but sometimes they're not as good either. No. Sometimes they just mess it all up, too. They come back and finish the storyline in a way you didn't want the storyline finished. Now, like uh, Twin Peaks... That had a revival after 25 years. That continued the story as if time had been passing while the show wasn't on. So it was 25 years later to the day. Um, questionably good or bad. It took the story in a totally different direction. But it was also David Lynch. And that's kind of what he does. So <laughs> that was to be expected. Now... Frasier is supposed to get a revival. How do you feel about that? I have high hopes. I don't know that it'll be great, but I I have have high hopes. I have low expectations. I'm really sad because without Martin, I feel like it's just going to be be so different because he kept that show grounded. He he was the contrasting character that really showed how ridiculous they were. Though... And then Frasier always ended up, he always was becoming more and more grounded throughout the show. So maybe that's the direction they'll take it is that now it's been, what, 15, 20 years. And when did it end? Like 2000 2001, something? I think. Yeah. So it's been a while. So maybe now Frasier is more grounded. So maybe he'll right, be I don't know. And I read it, that so. they're not, they haven't confirmed if Niles and Daphne will be on the show. Well, well, and I mean, then I thought, if that's not there, I mean, then then we're getting like a whole nother version. It's like, right. cheers, Frasier, Frasier in Seattle. And then what is he moved somewhere else and he's got new friends in which, which case? Maybe good, maybe bad. Who maybe. Knows? But I mean, Niles was my favorite character. Right. Niles was pretty great. So, so. And Martin was and great. And Martin was like. Daphne was great. So I don't Roz know. was great. And then am I going to. Maybe she'd so move maybe, with him. Maybe I'm going to just be bummed out that they brought back only one of the characters. Yeah. We'll see. 
That one, it's questionable. I hope that it is good. But then, like, you have Will and Grace, which... It was... That was a TV show from right around the the same same time. time. Well, Will and Grace, Karen makes a joke in the original Will and Grace that her favorite TV show just ended on the day that Frasier finished. Yeah. So, obviously... So, it was, like, the joke that Frasier was her favorite show. Yeah. So... And that came back and was basically the same. It was. It really but, was. I mean, it had a very similar feel. Not the same as in like they just kept doing the same thing, but like it, it felt like the same show. But they brought back the entire cast. Right. So, you know, but that was. And if they would have been able to bring back all of Frasier with Martin, I think they could have just mm-hmm. kept it going. Now, what else? Oh, uh. Mad About You. You said that's getting a revival. Well, no, it already too. did. Oh, it did? I didn't it even It was like, I think even two years ago, I just saw oh. it on Amazon Prime the other day, and I was like, there was an, a revival of Mad About You. So I watched the first episode, and then I realized I don't remember that much about Mad About You, because they I had really... a daughter going to college, and I was like, when did they have a daughter? Uh, so I'm I had to sure they had a kid go back to the original, you. yeah, I guess, in the very end of it. Yeah. Um, I only watched one episode, so I don't really know if it was similar or not. I actually went back to the original Mad About You because I thought maybe I need to watch that first. Um, I remember liking Mad About You when it was on, though. It was not my favorite. I feel like maybe I was too young when it was on to really grasp, like, the life of a a 30-year-old couple in New York. Right. (laughs) That maybe I wasn't relating. Um, But I did watch it. Yeah. Like, it was good enough to it's watch, also, but I don't know that I was relating to it in the right way. It's also one of the reasons uh, that Mel Brooks has an EGOT, an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Oh, because of that? Because of Mad About You. That is one of his his TV appearances in Mad About You. He won a, I think, is it a, is it the Tony that is daytime TV? I one. Yeah, Tony's the, so maybe. Is it not the, the Emmy? Emmy, maybe. So he, but he got the TV part of the EGOT from Mad About You. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it has a special place in my heart as Mel Brooks <laughs> yeah, is my favorite Mel person. Brooks. I mean, it's, I just wanted to rewatch the original, and now I probably can relate to it a lot better. And before I watched yeah, the revival, that's true. And me, and I probably don't need to. I think I could just start the revival yeah. and go with it, but I wanted to know what characters were brought back, yeah. what jokes are brought back. Um, and, uh, the, let's see. Oh, uh, another Battlestar Galactica is getting rebooted again after being rebooted. Uh, True Blood is also being rebooted. Didn't that just end? (laughs) Pretty recently. They're bringing it back with new characters? They're rebooting it. It's not a revival, like, we're we're within the time period that they could just be like. Rewatch it. Like, okay, we're going to. Do another season, but instead they're rebooting uh, True Blood. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I have in my notes that it ended in 2014, so I might have been wrong about Battlestar Galactica. That might have been earlier that that ended. Mm. True Blood ended in 2014 and is getting a reboot, uh, even though they could just be like, "All right, new season." And and then a lot of the revivals (laughs) don't seem to last long. Like I remember they they brought back Murphy Brown. Yeah, and I didn't watch the revival, but I liked Murphy Brown uh, when I when it was on originally. But I think it only lasted a season, right? Yeah, a lot of them are more like specials. Mm. So, 
I mean, I have a ton more, but I, I don't know if it matters to just like list them off to everyone. Um, well, actually, I'm going to talk about two really quick, and then okay. I'm going to say what I was going to say. They are reviving like tween shows, like <laughs> iCarly and Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. And they're just reviving it. They're not remaking it. So they're like showing those tweens as adults. Is that, I guess, just to capture that young audience that's now in their 20s? Yeah. And I guess it kind of makes sense. Like, it'll be a different show. If yeah, they tried def- to make it, it the same show, show yeah. that, <laughs> they're still acting yeah. like they're 12. That would be a. Uh... So trying but to make it like a. I don't know. They had a lot of fans. And those fans are now... 20-something, so maybe right. they would tune in just to see what those characters were doing with their life. Yeah, the Lizzie McGuire, wouldn't she be like in her 30s or something? Like oh, that yeah, was, she would. That was like an older show. Right. She's... Yeah, she yeah, probably cause... would be about... I don't know if she'd be... I don't know how old she is, but somewhere around 30, probably. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it makes some sense, at least, that it's like, okay... Same character. Now, what do they do? Just a Which, different story with their life. They did do that with Clarissa explains it all. Did they seriously? Uh, yeah, and it didn't. It didn't do too well because it just didn't have the. What was she doing with her life? Was Sam like, still crawling in her window? No, she like moved to New York or something, and she was like a business person. It just what weird. Yeah, there was a whole, but that was not like a real recent thing. That was think like 10 years after the show ended or something but um that's weird i don't think it did too well i don't know i never really looked into it because i just it was like a show for the teen girls who had watched clarissa explains it all they're bringing back punky brewster too in the same (laughs) way punky brewster's now like a single mom and I mean, it looked terrible, but I'm going to try it because I liked Punky Brewster as a kid, and that's all they're doing. They're fine. They're trying right. to go and go, did you like this as a kid? Watch them. They're now your age as an adult. Yeah, which, I mean, can be a good or bad thing. That's the, you know, there are good revivals and there are bad revivals. So what we'll show what would you like to see revived? What one um, would you like? And I won't even, yeah, revived. She just brought back, not rebooted, because I don't want to see any show I like rebooted. Uh well, uh before it came out, I would have said Twin Peaks, but that got revived. Um, I want to see Bored to Death. Okay, yes. And I want to see Party Down. I'm not sure if I would want to see Party Down or not. I think they could still do Party Down because even though it's been ten years, they were all actors, so they could still be down on their luck. They could have been some of them could have like peaked and ended up having yeah. to cater again, you know, because they they have their ups and downs in That's acting, true. and they none of them were overly successful so yeah that could be a good one so they Uh, and they could just do a season or two of it where they're all like in a slump and they're having to come back and care for at least adam scott i I don't care about the others just adam scott (laughs) uh i don't know i liked i think (laughs) the cast was it was good it was a good mix of personality types and well and it would even make sense if they can't get all of them Right, because one would be successful. And then if they could just get, like, if one of them just did one episode, like right. they had Which, to. Which, I mean, it makes sense too, because that's what Adam Scott's character, he was in a slump after being in the Are We Having Fun Yet commercial. Right. He and got I got real successful from thing. that, and then he was in a slump. Like, a couple of them could be really successful, yeah. but then they had to come back. They could have to cater one of their parties, like, yeah. that is successful so that they're in that episode. 
Um, also, yes, bored to death. They should make a hundred more seasons. Oh of my gosh! Because seriously, I, I love everyone on that show. I think. <laughs> I mean, I think they should have never canceled Psych. I mean, they keep making yeah. movies, but I liked the it's TV the show same, better. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather just weekly get to see an episode. They uh, they did that with Futurama, where it got well, it got canceled like four times, but then they came back with movies, and the movies are good but they weren't the same. But then they did actually end up coming back after the third movie and made a couple more seasons. So Times I thought that didn't work was Scrubs. Yes. I was sad to see Scrubs end. I was like, no, I don't want it to end. And then they brought it back. After wrapping up the entire show, they brought it back, and then they had to be like, forget what we told you happened in their lives because we're going to take it a different direction. Yeah. And then half the cast was like, oh, I'm done with this. And then they're getting new people. I don't know. I just I thought it just went yeah. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad It's hard to tell I mean, I would say The biggest reason why it fails Is when it's a cash grab When it's a cash crap? A cash grab Oh, I was like, what the heck is a cash crap? Uh, (laughs) That's a term I haven't heard A cash grab When it's obvious that they're doing it Just to get more money Yeah. Kind of like True Blood Like rebooting it that seems this insane. quick after I have no hopes for it because there's no reason there if they were doing a revival and like oh we're going to continue the story okay but oh we're going to redo this just a couple years after it ended I know because then you might as well like, just bring back the original cast and keep going with right. the story if that's what was the success they're just like well we ended it but we were making so much money so let's make some more money that's yeah. what it feels like uh but then, you know, like Seems Twin like- Twin Peaks came back, did not feel like they were, I mean, it was David Lynch, who you can't figure him out. So who knows why he brought it back, but it was good because it was just him being creative again. So it did work. It did. I don't think it got the best ratings, but then again. It's weird because David Lynch doesn't always get the best ratings. I feel like sometimes really decent shows get canceled and they bring back a reboot of a reboot that ends up being terrible when they could have just not gotten rid of a decent show. Right. So you never know. (laughs) You never know. They do the same things with cartoons. I think they run out of ideas. Yep. Uh, The Animaniacs is back. Inspector Gadget. I don't know when, but it did come back because my kid watches the newer version. Um, a lot of the tons of them. Yeah. There are a lot of the, like, I don't know, like Animaniacs is not, it's a kid's cartoon, but it was more of like a teenage and up cartoon. It was kind of like that in between of like the kind of cartoons that are on adult swim, like Bob's burgers and all the more like adult cartoons and the kids, it was like the animation from the kids cartoons but more of a grown-up set of jokes. Um, that's come back. Uh, a lot of the kids' ones. Have, a and, lot of kids' things have. Uh, Tom and Jerry's got a movie coming out. Yeah, I, mean, I saw that. Which I just saw on one of the lists. I looked through it said Rugrats was coming back. Yeah, which I will say, Tom and Jerry, I've watched some of the more recent Tom and Jerry cartoons. Same funny. <laughs> same funny same, same funny. funny so the movie i kind of have hopes you're for because you're a little kid it's the same <laughs> well i mean it's you know it's tom chasing jerry with a big hammer and 
I mean, if we talk about things that might be inappropriate for kids to watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well. I mean, it, does that give a good message? Yeah, because the one that's being aggressive, Tom, is the one who always ends up getting hurt. I'm not sure if kids are connected. Jerry that. is not the one being aggressive, and he's fine. It's the the cat chasing the mouse with the big mallet is the one that ends up getting hurt because he's being bad. So, My little one doesn't like it at all. No. She doesn't like all the. No, I watched one and I I laughed and was like, okay, well this one's still good. And <sighs> the Looney Tunes pretty recently did a new thing of Looney Tunes. And it was still the same humor. They, I mean... That's still funny. So it's definitely possible to reboot. A cartoon, I guess, is even easier because it's just a drawing. So unless something's, like, really weird with the way that they write it... Yeah, it's well, just, and it's... They're not always really, like, rebooted so much as... they. You might think of it as a reboot because it's new animation style. Yeah. But... It's more of just like new episodes of it, I guess. When and it they comes to and they tend to. I mean, the animation gets better over time, so then sometimes it's even better because of that. I know yeah. my daughter watched Strawberry Shortcake, which I watched back in the '80s, and they made them so cute and like adorable, versus where they were in the '80s. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, you know what? Maybe we should actually make them cute people. Which maybe that's why TV's constantly trying to reboot things. They're like. These cartoons are so successful when they do it. I was going to say, maybe just keeping it like relevant with what's happening. But because cartoons generally when they reboot and revive are good. So I can't say I've watched a lot. Just the few that my kids have watched. And then I've been like, we watched that back in the 80s and 90s. And we show original ones and the animation is not as good. Well, even not even. moved slower back then too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not that that's uh, a bad thing. Maybe we're speeding everything <laughs> up too much for our kids. But even not watching a lot of the cartoons, I know they do really well still. Um, I would say the best example of that is My Little Pony because there are huge fans of that. Oh, yeah. And that's a cartoon from the 80s that like went away and then came back. I guess if back. you think about it, people, adults get mad. Because they really liked what they liked and you brought it back with someone else or you brought it back and you messed up what they felt should have happened with the storyline 10 years ago. Kids don't feel like that. Kids have now seen something for the very first time. They don't know it existed before. They're happy with it. Well, and even adults who like things that they used to like, when it comes to cartoons, there isn't usually a big deep story involved. Right, then there's no attachment to the actor that played that character because it's just a drawing. Right, so the style might change a little bit, but it's the same character. They're making the same kind of jokes, so they they do well. So maybe that's part of it. Um, You got anything else before we... No, I think we can move to the mailbag. I think we've covered it all. Yeah, Uh, so I'll go ahead and start. Um... This is from, hold on, Amber. (laughs) Uh, Do you use a light theme or a dark theme for apps on your phone and computer? I use a light theme. Gross. Why is that gross? It's so bright. No, I keep Dark my, theme is the trend no, now. I keep my... Well, I'm not... You know I don't like to be on trend. That's true. And 
I keep my brightness at like the lowest possible setting. It makes everybody mad that uses my phone. They're like, I can't see anything on so, your phone. You <laughs> So you use the light theme. Right. Because it's too bright. So you keep your brightness down super low so that it's not too bright. Correct. But if you use the dark theme, you could have your brightness up and it wouldn't be But I think the brightness bothers my eyes. I have some sort of issue. I don't know what it is, but well, (laughs) it's not mental. It's visual. We have those Alexa smart bulbs, well, the smart bulbs that Alexa can control. Uh-huh. You're like, Alexa, turn on the light. Turn it red. Turn it blue. If if it turns red or blue, I get a severe pain in my left eye. But dark theme's not red or blue. Right. But the bright, <laughs> I think it has something to do with like how it hits my eye. Not that, no, I'm not saying I get a pain from the dark theme. I just don't want it. I just want it to be bright, and then I want to turn the brightness down to where it's like You want like it to dull. be bright and not bright. So I can make it kind of look like a page, like something I <laughs> – not like a lit-up computer screen. That's what I want. That's how I like it. Mm. I have it the way I like it. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> I just imagine I'm confused, but the okay. IT crowd <laughs> yes. um, – that section where she's like, I have it the way that I want it. And Roy's like, but it's infected, Jen. <laughs> if I were a human, I'd have to shoot it. <laughs> uh, you do often remind me of Jen. <laughs> so I guess it does make sense that you prefer to use the light theme and turn your brightness down to 1% than just keep the brightness normal and use the dark theme. But okay. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I know people like dark themes. I just don't. I, uh, if it's not obvious, I use the dark theme. I think it was obvious. And I keep my, uh. Brightness at 100%? No, I keep it at like a normal, like 50%. Actually, I'm going to backtrack on what I said. I do think that the light from a cell phone hurts my eyes because at night, my husband will sometimes click his phone on and I'll be like, ah, and I have to cover my face. Uh, does his phone. It is dark theme. He does use dark theme at like a thousand percent brightness is what it feels like. Which, <laughs> why use dark theme and crank your brightness all the way up? <laughs> but if you can use light theme and bring it all the way down. <laughs> right. Um, Everybody that gets my phone is like, I can't see anything. Why can't I see anything on your phone? Maybe I have hypersensitive vision. My, maybe, maybe, maybe you have hypervision. <laughs> maybe. I do have hypersmelling. Yeah, how's your... Hypersmelling uh, vision? Does that work? That doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> I can see what not, I smell. I think that would be what smelling vision is. Smell yeah, uh, smell of vision. Now, oh, now we're in an old John Waters movie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how's your Gus super smeller been? Um, I get a thousand. It's been at a thousand. (laughs) I got a thousand. A a thousand. I don't know what that, Uh, what the scale is, but whatever it is, we'll just go with a thousand. Um, you know, I got sick because I was thinking, oh my gosh, am I going to lose my smell? But I am not. My husband bought mouthwash. 
the other day and I was sitting in the garage and I could smell it when he used it in the hat with the door shut to the house and he was in the bathroom and he used his mouthwash and I was like what is that smell <laughs> and I walked inside and I was like did you just use your mouthwash and he was like yeah I can smell it all the way in the garage and I feel like that's pretty intense that's pretty I was in there I had well I was outside with my kid and her friend and her friend's mom and I was like, do you guys smell that? I'm like, no, I don't smell anything. <laughs> I mean, either that's intense smell or the mouthwash is just really good mouthwash. So, so good and so strong that you, you can smell it I mean, it I do walls. think it's really strong <laughs> mouthwash, but the fact that no one else could smell it yeah. and I was correct, if I'd have gone in and he'd been like, no, then, you know, we'd just think maybe I have a crazy problem. But. Yeah. <laughs> that does lead to my question though because okay. ironically my question has to do with smells okay um my question's from tyler and it says do you like the smell of sharpies uh yes do you like this do people just like get high on sharpie smell no is that a thing well i mean probably that probably is a thing but <laughs> i mean what do i mean it seems like a no. weird question but i feel like I Tyler guess must really like the smell of Sharpie. Sharpie, the little ones, I don't think really have a smell. But like the wide, you know, the big ones with the wide tip. I mean, isn't it just like some signs. sort of chemical or something that yeah. you're huffing? Yeah, yeah, it's probably acetone or something. But And you like the smell of that? Do you get high off of them? Can no, you get well, high off of a Sharpie? Uh, like I just said. I wasn't uh, listening. Yeah. That often happens. I'm sure, I talk to you, but I don't listen. I'm sure people do. Um, it's not like I sit there and sniff the markers, but when you use them, you can smell them. And I like I like the smell. I don't think that I would like to be in an enclosed space with no ventilation with the smell. This but. does say that um, several breaths of the solvents and a Sharpie will produce a high within a few minutes of use. Good instructions. So I now see that <laughs> we might have been getting asked if we like to get high off of Sharpies. Well, no, but there's a smell to a Sharpie when you use it. And you're just like writing, like, because the wide ones for like making signs and stuff uh, that have the smell. Um, and I guess dry erase markers kind of have a an odor to them too. Yes, they do. Mm. And I do not like the smells of any of them. I don't like anything that has even the slightest chemical smell. Including my uh, lens cleaning cloths. <laughs> I don't remember. Did you use those in front of me one time? Mm -hmm. Did I flip out? No, but you were like, what is that smell? I can, And, and I like can smell it from offices away if somebody tries to pull, up, pull out a chemical somewhere and use yeah. it. Like, mm-mm. And that's, that's where the gas super super sniffer comes in. Right. Like, and that's pretty much just isopropyl alcohol. So it's. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't like smells at all. Like, I don't <laughs> want anything to smell. Yes. Um, I'm reading something else, and I do not know if this is cor correct, but it says that there's such a thing as sudden sniffing death syndrome. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it'd have to be a pretty volatile substance. Right. You can't just like smell a orange and die. <laughs> well, that's why in most chemical labs they have fume hoods and things. You're not supposed to just smell chemicals. <laughs> like, so there probably are some that are very dangerous to just straight up smell. 
you're supposed to waft it and use a fume hood. Man. I mean, I guess, okay, so the thought of having, like, the sudden death from a smell, I guess that makes sense. We can die from carbon monoxide and things like that. Right, that too. Um, And there's something else, something in the septic. Like, if you get down in, like, sewer systems, there's some sort of smell that can kill you. Well, there's a lot of methane. Is that it? So, I mean, it's, methane? it's like carbon dioxide. Right. It's just... Like there, so I mean, I mean, one smell of methane doesn't kill you, but it could do the same thing as carbon monoxide, and it fills your house. Right. You they said that you notice. become like your nose gets desensitized right. to it very quickly, and you don't realize you're still smelling it, and then people will die in right. like sewer systems and yeah, things just sewer gas in general. It's the same. It typically doesn't come into your house. No, no. Like it was like people in the people sewers. that work like in yeah. the sewers can have that problem. Um, and I think I think carbon monoxide may even be one of the gases that are in the I know, I know there's there's just a lot of gases that are not oxygen that aren't always detectable uh, that are in sewers. Right. So that statement that you could die from it makes sense. Yes. I was just thinking on like a very sharpie level like that's <laughs> On a very sharpie level. On a very sharpie. That's a very small level. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so no, I hate all smells. Oh, do you hear that? No, I don't. It's the TV book club. Oh, no, I hear it. <laughs> Workaholics, Season 2, Episode 1, Haste School. All right, so what did you think about the episode? Can you see it in my eyes right now, what I thought about it? Uh, it's pretty blank, so... Um, that was the episode. Sometimes Workaholics is really funny, and I felt like this one was not their funniest. Oh, I... Rewatching it was like... All of the things I thought about before the episode of like oh that's the episode where adam wears jenkos and uh durs comes in and goes hey what up with all them books right as his cool guy yeah yeah shonders the couldn't think of his his, uh his fake name (laughs) yeah which i was like when he was like those are kind of the funny moments, all the things that I remember. I like the way you write. Going to write my name like that next or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Shonders is one of the best parts of that episode. Yeah, that, <laughs> that detention scene. So basically the things that they all think are going to make them cool. Are what makes are them a what, loser. Yeah, it's just, it's just funny to me that they... Um, I just... I just didn't get any big laughs from this episode. And normally when I watch Workaholics, it's stupid, but I laugh at something. I laugh out loud at something. Like I had some Basically, moments where I was like the, in my head. That's the things funny. I laughed about were the things I already remembered about the episode. And I was like, oh, that's why I remember them so well. Because they were the only funny They moment. were really the only parts that I really laughed about. And then sometimes I get sucked into a show and I pretend it's reality and I get so upset at the fact that three adult men were being told what to do by high schoolers. It was driving me crazy. I was like, ah. Um, Now, I watched a couple episodes, so 
this is the one where they end up the the high schoolers are having the party at their house. Yeah, right? and they okay. pay to go into their party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so, that was the part that I was like, oh my gosh. There is one interesting thing about this episode. One I'm almost positive Shonders comes back in later episodes, but also their front door gets an axe in it. And it stays there. Uh the the like gash on the front door is there for the rest of the show. Which I like is one when thing shows that I do that. Yeah, I when do. they like stick with whatever they did and they don't right. just pretend it didn't happen. It is not one of my favorite episodes. No. But but it is interesting because the the big mark on their front door from where the axe was and Shonders coming back are both from this. The last time we watched a Workaholics episode, I remember it being a funny episode that we got. Yes. This time we did one of those like Google the best episode and this one popped up and what is happening on the internet because this is not the best Workaholics episode. Right, which it's not an unfunny episode, but it is not. It's just not their funniest. No. And they don't have, they hardly had any time at the office. They So it was like pulled away from a lot of yeah. normal things that happen. Yeah, not one of my not one of my favorites. We also recently started rewatching Workaholics, so I've seen funnier. Yeah. And I think that also makes me go, well, I just In recently both saw seasons, season ones. one and season two. That's I kept watching it because there were funnier ones right after it. <laughs> yeah, when we re started rewatching it, we started rewatching season one, episode one, and I go, I don't know if I'm ready to rewatch Workaholics. Is it really that good? I immediately started laughing. And I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're so... Which, I mean, even even in this that wasn't the funniest, it just... It's why the show's funny. Because they're so dumb. Yes, they're just things. cringeworthy. Like, oh. ugh. They're... I mean, Adam... <laughs> Adam showing up in a Blink-182 shirt and Jinko's. Was just and a visor and and a visor and was he the one that had the puka shell necklace? I'm sure <laughs> that just cracked me up. Uh, but their way of trying to find the person, yes, when they're all like, "I like to steal things." You like to steal anything like dragon statues? Every one <laughs> of them just said, "You like to steal dragon statues?" You ever stolen a dragon statue? Like they wouldn't know what you're, <laughs> you're asking. <right. laughs> It's the worst detective. The concept of the episode, very funny. The execution the, was not as good as I think they could have done. It just didn't. I mean, I think honestly, it has a lot more to do with the fact that the episodes around it are funnier. Maybe. Uh, because I did make the mistake of also watching multiple episodes of Workaholics. So yeah, right. I mean, but and, it, and the but, last part of it, once they're done at the high school, I think that's also where, like, where they're going to their house party and stuff. It is. It's just not very funny. No, and it. I just didn't even like that. That's how they wrap it up like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get it. They you wanted them to fail, but they just failed so hard and came off so pathetic in a non-funny way. Yeah, if they it, made it funnier and I was laughing harder at it. I wouldn't have been like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it just really, once they left the high school, was kind of, because when they were in the high school, it was funny because they were doing, they were being them stupid, them stupid self. Being them stupid self. <laughs> uh, being themselves stupidly. Uh, <laughs> with Next time we'll try to find a funnier one. Yeah. If, if you're rewatching it and me and you find a really funny episode, let's jot it down for the next time we yeah. come around to work, Alex. <laughs> 
Um, so what? How many? Uh, how many dragon statues oh. and clove cigarettes? <laughs> Honestly, it wasn't unwatchable. It wasn't terrible, but it was for workaholics and definitely not their best. Two point eight. I was gonna say two point five. So. Wow, and you liked it more than me. I just was trying to not go too low because I don't know if they have worse episodes. It's not, it's not, I didn't have to turn it off, which I've had to do on some book club episodes. True. But. But you can go with the two points. Yeah, it just wasn't. I just, I gave a little. It just wasn't my favorite episode. No, uh, me either. Because it just, it was only funny. The only funny parts were the parts I remembered. I mean, I just, like I said, I didn't even laugh out loud. It just was watchable. I I gave it. 2.8 2.8 for the fact that you could watch it. I laughed out loud, but I only laughed at the things I already remembered about the episode. Yeah. There really weren't any surprises because the things I remembered were basically the only funny parts. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. And so 2.5. Um, so what's that? Like a 5.3 because you gave it a 2.8. So it's it's. Just slightly above average for a TV show. Yeah. And I don't even know if it was. Maybe I get maybe I rated it just far too high because there are absolutely better episodes and I can't think of any that I don't like as much. Because usually they're funny throughout the whole thing. You're right. That one's just Maybe maybe I just like really gave them too high of a rating on this one because I don't remember any of them. I think a five point three is fair. A five point three it's, it's a little better because even though it's a bad episode, it's still better than some other shows. That's what I was trying to go for so, with my rating. So we'll just stick with it. 5.3 Guys, dragon maybe statues. We'll, maybe we'll find a better one one day. Um, next TV book club. I already figured out what it was. Mad About You. Oh, that's right. So since we've been talking about reboots and revivals and we just found out that Mad About You had been revived... We are going to go with an old 90s Mad About You this week. Next week, we'll watch a revival and see what we all think. Um, Jonathan said he loves Mel Brooks, so we picked an episode with Mel Brooks in it, and it is um, Uncle Phil and the Coupons, season six. Or, yeah, season six, episode four. So Mad About You, Uncle Phil and the Coupons, season six, episode four. And we will see see you next episode. Uh, comment down below if you're listening on Sebring.com. Uh, if you have any mailbag questions, you want to say hello, doesn't matter, comment down below. Let us know whatever you're thinking. Uh, you can also email us, podcast at Sebring.com, or find us on Instagram at Sebring Podcast. And with that, we will see you next week.